Hello, everybody. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Lady V. I'm your host, Lady V. So on this week's episode, I wanted to talk about kidney transplants and um, people who have received them. This week, I have Mercedes. She is coming up on her anniversary for her kidney transplant, which is awesome. So hey, Mercedes. And we have her. Hi, hello. Hi, everybody. Lady V and everybody. And then we have our daughter, uh, Miss Tisha, her auntie. Okay, no, that's my cousin. Oh, first cousin. cousin. Yeah, we're first cousins. I don't know why I thought it was your auntie, but hey, hey, how are you? And you can and you can call me Tisha. Thank you. All right, so ladies, um, so uh, Mercedes, so you had your kidney transplant. What's your anniversary that's coming up? So Tuesday, uh, the 23rd, it will be 15 years um, from when um, Tisha donated her kidney to me, saved my life. Awesome. That is so beautiful. How ecstatic are you about that, though, for really reaching this milestone? Very much, very much so. And, and, and um, especially because, um, you know, I'm healthy, you know, uh, um, all glory to God, believe it or not, I've run into people with all kinds of problems and, and I really don't have any problems but um i'm blessed for every year that i have that's so true so true so can you kind of take me back to how were you born with something um some kind of genital defect that you had to have a kidney or were you sick so it's interesting you say that um i know i never quite went through the biopsy um to get all of the details as far as what's when, what's went, what went wrong. For the most part, you know, I was a pretty healthy child. I know every once in a while they would, um, find, sorry, there's a little bit of feedback, so I'm sorry if I'm pausing. Um, every once in a while, like, you know, when I became um, maybe preteen, teen, a little older, they would find protein in the urine, maybe blood in the urine, but nothing that um, outside of that, sorry, I'm pausing because there's feedback, I apologize. Um, nothing that um, was significant. And then I did have hypertension, believe it or not, even as a young person in my early 20s, I had hypertension. Um, they're not sure what came first, the chicken or the egg, if uh, hypertension damaged the kidneys or if, kid, you know, the kidneys, you know, impacted the hypertension. But um, for the most part, no. I found out, um, you know, I don't know if you want me to get into how I found out, but um, I found out when I was in my, my mid to late 20s. Sure. If, I mean, if you're comfortable with sharing, yeah, that's fine. Sure. Some people sure. need to know and might be afraid. Yes. So it, it's actually interesting. I tell the story to a lot of people because it's so um, it's so random. So, you know, as a young woman, you know, in my I think, 20, I think it was 26, you know, I, I go to I go to the hairdresser to get my hair done um, every two weeks, you know, faithfully. And for for some reason, I can't remember why now, but this particular time I washed my own hair. And this was like the ponytail time. So, you know, for the most part, you know, I, was, I remember um, I was, you know, blow drying my hair and I was pulling it up. And the way the front of my hair looked, it was like a hump in the middle by the front, meaning the hair was thick. But then on the side of the front, you know, if you could kind of put your hand and cover the top mm-hmm. of your hair, the side of, on both sides, it was thinner as if hair was gone, but, but grew back in, but it was just follicle. But it wasn't anything I could notice unless I kind of did my own hair and separate and blow dry. So I went to my primary care physician and um, about something else, I think, and I was kind of telling them about it. 
and 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 as a, and a random thing, he's like, ah, let's get some a full blood workup. And usually, as an adult, you know, if you think about it, we go and treat what we know is wrong. But when you, you know, right. once you become an adult, they don't always just do full physicals and full blood workups like they do, you know, when you're younger. So he just he said, ah, I don't know what it is. Let's do a full blood workup, and that's really how I found out. Um, I um, they told me, you know, my kidneys were failing. You know, what people don't know, um, I guess it's a rare situation. I've never had one day of dialysis. Um, you know, I was oh, at the wow. time where, yeah, I've never, never been on dialysis, which is a blessing as busy as my schedule is. Um, and then, you know, what it can do to you. When I found out, yes. um, I wasn't quite at the failure point, but I was close. So they told me to kind of look for a donor. And um, I only I had one sister, same mother and father. She got tested. And when she wasn't um, matched, you know, I was completely devastated. Like I couldn't, I didn't even go to work that day. And I was already a supervisor okay. at a call center because uh, um, I didn't know what else to do. And and believe it or not, um, side note, you know, Tisha and I, you know, we're very close. We just lost our grandmother last June, who is a huge part of our family. So I bring sorry. a huge part of our family. You've heard me talk about her before, before, but I bring her up because I called her and I said, grandma, you know, I don't know what to do, you know. My sister's not a match. I don't, I don't know what to do. You know, and I was just talking. And she said, well, ask, you know, hey, why don't you ask your cousins? I, and I don't like to do that. And I said, I don't want to do that. Can you do it? You know, so she was like, well, just ask. I was like, I don't want to do that. You do it. So I think she initiated mm-hmm. the conversation for both Tisha, my first cousin, as yeah. well as my aunt, who, you know, who's also very close with us. She's only a year older than Tisha um, about getting tested. And then when Tisha got tested, you know, she was a match. And we just had to wait a few months till they so I was at the failure point of transplant, and then we went in. And that was a long way. Oh, wow. Question. Yeah. Wow. Look, I'm, I'm getting chills. I'm about to cry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did cry so, <laughs> many times. I know. So, Tisha, like, when your grandmom approached you about, you know, uh, being a, a try to get tested to be the donor match, um, uh, how were you shocked? Were you shocked at first? How did that react? Um. Well, I was shocked that I was shocked to know that she was that you know that she was going through what she was going through because, like as Mercedes said, you know we were all four of us, Mercedes, you know Alexis, um, Jamil, Mercedes, and I. We were all very well, you know we were all very healthy kids. You know when we were younger, you know did a lot of little crazy things and stuff like that. So when I found out, I was like, oh man, you know I didn't know because and and Mercedes is the type of person she doesn't put her business out there. Right. So yeah. you know it's uh, Mercedes she keeps things very close to her heart. Like if this, if she really, really needs to talk to you about it, then she'll say something to you about it. But other than that, Mercedes, you know, she keeps things to her heart. And, we, and you know, a lot of us are like that, but Mercedes is more so like that than all of us. Um, so when, right. you know, so when, when I, when I got the call, I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I didn't have a problem. Like, you know, just let me know when and where. So, mm-hmm. you know, when they asked me, you know, come down there to give you all the questions, you know, ask you um, your history and I go to the doctors all the time and of course I was always in the medical field so when they did our blood work and they came back it's it was really, it was astonishing to me that Mercedes and Alexis you know they their numbers weren't they, they didn't match so when my numbers came back they were I want to say flabbergasted because our numbers were so close that they thought me and Mercedes were sister they was like oh we are you her other sister? I said, no. I said, we're first cousins. It was like, we've never seen anybody whose numbers were so close and match. 
That's so, so crazy. Yeah. So, and you know, we're like, okay, so we went through the process and everything, but then we had a little bump in the road because um, when they did my blood work, they found out because um, I'm very anemic, but it's a it's a medical term for it, and I and I can't remember it to save my life. But when they sent me to the hematologist, you know, to get the blood work and everything done, um, they were like, I can still go on with the transplant. It's really nothing that we can do because it's something that I was born with. I either got it from my mother, my father, or probably both of them. Whereas that I can take as many iron pills, I can eat as much vitamins, you know, any any vegetables and stuff like that. My iron level isn't going to be where it's going to be, where it's supposed to be. So, okay. um, yeah, so that, that's, that's, that was pretty much it. So, uh, but I was, you know, I, I'm family. I, we, we all about family. I do anything for my family. And, you know, if this had to be done all over again, I'd do it again. That's beautiful. So tell me about the day of the transplant. What happened then? How were you feeling? Um, are you, you wanted me to answer our Mercedes? Anybody. Um, I was feeling, I was feeling good. I was feeling good. Um, like I said, we, uh, we both had our feet done. So they, they loved it. They said we had the prettiest feet there. So, um, yeah, we did. I, I, yeah. <laughs> my uncle. Yeah. Yeah. We had so much fun. And my uncle took us that morning. So, um, and my, and I believe if not, I, I, if I remember correctly, I believe, um, I believe Grandma and I. I think I think Aunt Dottie was alive. Uh, I think our Aunt Dottie was alive at the time. They they called the night before and prayed for us. Yeah, she was alive. She passed yeah. away. Yeah. So they they called and they prayed for us. Um, I remember when we went in that told me to count backwards, and when I woke up, everything was done. Wow. And yeah. what about you, Katie? How were you feeling that day? So I, I, I was, I was nervous. I, I remember, I, I always think I was actually just telling the story last week about the night before. I remember the night before, um, Tisha and her, her baby Brianna, or I should say baby, she's, she's grown, but her daughter Brianna spent the night the night before because we had to leave so early. And I remember yeah. I was sleeping in the bed, um, and. Something came into the room. I, I, this is going to sound odd for anybody listening, unless you've been in this situation. But um, this, I felt the spirit come into the room when I was trying to sleep, and it, it woke me up. And I remember when I got up, all of the sheets and the spread and comforter was laying at the bottom of the on the floor of the bed, like just laying there, like somebody put it there. It was, it was very weird. So my grandmother always said that was the spirit. I was scared, but when I told her about it, she said that was probably spirit telling you that you're, you know. That you're protected or whatever, but I always remember that the, the most vividly. But the morning of, I don't remember a lot. I just remember everything happened so fast. I was scared. Uh, I was actually my sister just went through surgery and last a week or two ago, and I was telling her it, it brought back a lot of memories when I went through the transplant. Where I remember mm -hmm. early in the morning, doctors were talking to me. I I can't remember all their faces except the surgeon. But everything is moving so fast. And I remember wanting to say, but I didn't have the words, but slow down, what's what's happening? Because I felt like everything was just moving so fast and I, I didn't quite have a grip on what was getting ready to happen. I don't know why. I just remember that overwhelming feeling. And right. I remember them putting me on the table and 
I think they told me what was going to happen. I'm sure they did. I, but I, it was, like I said, I was extremely overwhelmed. I just didn't have the words to say it. Um, and they put me under a light. I remember them wheeling me to the, to the room because I remember looking up and of course it was the lights of the hospital. Similar like when you see on the movies where you just see hospital lights moving fast. I remember right. and I remember going to sleep and I wanted to say like, stop. I hear you. Yeah, now we hear you. You blacked out. You said the last thing we heard was yeah. that um, you said you it was like in the movie when you see the lights in the ceiling. Yes, that 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 was it basically. Just feeling overwhelmed. That's the only thing that I um I just remember feeling overwhelmed. Mm, right. So that was what fifteen years ago on the twenty first. I mean the twenty third. Twenty third. Okay. Now, how long did it actually take from? Um, for you to get the kidney transplant from when you had the diagnosis to actually getting the transplant? Hmm. I actually wrote a book about this. I have it upstairs. I, have it up I can tell you this. I can't tell you from the diagnosis, but I can tell you from the time Tisha was tested, it was a couple of months because you correct me if I'm wrong, Tisha, but I believe I found that Tisha was a match and she did her workup in December of, of the year before and we went in in February. I don't know why December sticks out to me. Of, yeah, because I need to wait because I was like I was like wait she might change your mind. Something I was going to tell you earlier is for, for for your listeners, a lot of people tried to talk her out of it, and mm -hmm. I had a I had a couple, um and who warned me that because I remember at the time you know I was going to say this a little earlier. Not only did my sister get tested, I had a you know longtime boyfriend at the time got tested, Tisha Jamil. And my, they warned me. They said, people are going to tell you they can get tested, but they're not going to come through. And I was like, no, 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 you don't know my family. You don't know my family. They said, trust me, I've been doing this a long time. They'll tell you that, but they won't go through with it. They don't make excuses. Um, and, and that came to be the truth. You know, um, and then when Tisha got people would try to say, you sure you want to do this? What if you get sick later? So a lot of people try to talk her out. Um, so I wanted them to hurry and do it. So she should agree before she changed her mind. She told me to wait. Oh, yeah. So that's actually a, was a question that I was going to ask. Oh, I'm so it, it was about like, were people trying to talk you out of donating and why? Why would they were they trying to, to talk you out of it? Right. Well, un, well, unfortunately, it didn't work for them because I still went through, through it with it anyway. So, you know, a lot of people were, you know, saying that, you know, because at that time, my daughter was young. She was in middle school and, you know, they were like, well, you know, what if she needs one because, you know, you can only live with one kidney? Like, I know I know all that stuff. My daughter is completely healthy. Like, you know, I've never missed her appointment. She was back, you know, she had all her vaccines and everything like that. So, you know, I think it was more so because it was both me and Mercedes. They, they was like, well, what if something happened? You know, what if we lose both of y'all? Like, just as bad, then the third, or we lose one or the other. So, like, you can't think like that. Right. You you can't think like that. And I knew my daughter was going to be okay because she's in tip top shape. Right. You know, she's in tip top shape. So, and and if something did happen to me, she was in good hands. She, she right. we have, we have a big family. I knew she was. I knew she was going to be taken care of. So if it was meant for me to be on this earth for Merce, for Mercedes, then my job is done. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, a lot of people tried, but oh, it's so sweet. Oh. It's it's it. I 
I mean, it says a lot. It says a lot about your love and, and your connection. It really does because, so you guys are cousins. Are you cousins from your mom or cousins from your dad? Dad, believe it or not, that surprises a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know why, but we're, we're my, her, her mother and my father are my first cousins. I'm sorry. Um, mother and sister. Sorry, you know, my dad is the oldest, and then um, and then her her mom is uh, is his uh, younger sister. Oh, okay. So you guys kind of grew up like sister cousins, kind of exactly. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what grandma would say, sister cousins. Sister aunt. cousin. Yeah. It, it's funny when we had our ten year anniversary. I wish I recorded. I'll never forget this. But my mom, um, we had a nice party, dime, you know, diamonds and denim party and everything. You know, we always celebrate our anniversary like we are getting ready to do next week. But um, my mom actually gave us a speech. And, you know, I grew up way out in the, in the suburbs. And Tisha grew up in Philly. And my mom said a speech. And she used to always, I used to always say, Mom, can you go pick up Tisha? You know, I was always wanted to get a Tisha. You know, that was, that was my thing. And that's a long drive. We used, to live, we used to live way out. And she would go get Tisha and Tisha would spend the weekend as we were kids. And I remember my mom on our anniversary. She said, I never knew then. She said, but God knew that this relationship was preparing for, for, for what was going to come. You know, when they were little and I would go pick her up and spend time together. The Lord knew that later Tisha was going to save my brother's life. And like that, that was the best speech. I wish I would have recorded it. Yeah, yeah, it is the truth. It is it's so true. Mm -hmm. It is so true. Now, after all that, after you had the, the kidney transplant, are are you on lifelong anti rejection pills? Unfortunately, I am. I take, um, of course, salsa and um, uh, tacrolimus and prednisone, luckily, because I'm pretty, outside of like a dark mark, I can't get rid of it. You know, um, my face is round, you know, because I take the steroids and my body's round. It's just well, I'm not gonna have a model before, I'm not gonna lie. But um <laughs> it's so silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, you know, I do have to take that for as long as as long as I have the kitty, as long as I live. Yeah, and uh, um look, how they say there's power in the tongue. So you are gonna live probably to be at least 150 years old. So, I hope so. you know I hope so. And good quality. Long life. I want if it's long, I want it to be good quality because I don't want to be hanging on by a string, you know. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. true. I, so I how do you take way. care of yourself? <laughs> it's funny, a lot of people people say that. Um, I like to eat and I think like that, but believe it or not, I, I don't know why. I have this conversation with my family a lot. But I, to be completely frank, because they don't get it, they they don't get it. Like they'll pass them. Oh, Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. You're just saying that. But but they don't get it. Like I run into people all the time that are really struggling, and I always wonder why why am I not? Like outside of the weight and the scarring on my, you know, like if I have a mosquito bite from like a year ago, I can't I can't get rid of you know things like that. Like, but um, I don't know why. I'm not a. Somebody said to me, I'm not a. I'm a social drinker. I'm not a heavy drinker. I think that plays a part. I drink a lot of water. Um, not as active as I could be, especially with the COVID. But believe it, or not, I'm pretty. I'm pretty active. So um, outside of me taking medication, you wouldn't even know I had it. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why the Lord um, saw fit for me to not only live through the transplant, but actually live a healthy like Tisha and I. We, you know, and, and Jamil and my aunt and my sister. We travel. We you know, we, we have a really great quality of life, especially mm -hmm. we have an excellent quality of life. And, um, I, you know, I'm extremely thankful for that, but I wonder why me sometimes, you know, and, and each year I get an anniversary, 
Like I said, nobody understands unless you know if I'm happy, but then I also have a fear that I'm one step closer to losing. Like, I don't know why I can't explain it, but 15 years, I'm really happy, but I'm like, oh, got a couple more years left. Like, that's it's just always in my mind, so. Right. I can, un- I mean, I can understand that. Like, I can't completely relate, but I, I, I kind of see what you're going, where you're going with that. Yeah. It's almost like you feel like it has a time yeah. limit or something. Yeah, it's like a clock. Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's exactly what I feel. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think like that. I don't want yeah, you to no, think like that. People but I say that, but I, it, it's hard to like I said, unless you go through it, it's hard, it's hard to explain. But um, but no, for the most part, I don't know. I just live, I live like I've always lived. But I do try to. The thing that sticks out the the most is um, I tell this a lot when I when I was in the hospital with the transplant, so. I don't believe Tish, you mentioned this, but we, you know we were on the bariatric floor of HUP. That's and we had our own rooms. We had nice rooms, um, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, I remember when I could walk a little bit. They wanted me to exercise. Like I was on one corner, you had to turn the corner to get to Tisha, and they would call us the cousins. And I made my exercise. <laughs> yes, they, they would. They would say the cousins. Yes, they did because they had never seen first cousins transplant. I walked around to get Tisha. She didn't see me yet. But she was crying, and it, it 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 like even to this moment, I'm you know tearing thinking about it. But they told us the donor would have more pain than the recipient, and I think it's because from what I understand, and you 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 know you're the nurse, uh, um, and and Tish is the medical person, not me. But the way I guess Tish was suspended in the air above me in order to because her kidney is up up in the front of um onto the on the right side of my stomach. That's where her kidney sits right now. But I guess the way she was suspended over top of me her back started to hurt a couple of days later. She was in all this pain and she was never in pain and she was crying. I could hear her crying about the, her pain and she hadn't seen me yet. And I walked back to my room and I was crying and I told my mom finally, and I said, I got to do better. Like, cause I see salt. I said, she, that, I said, that girl, you know, gave her life up for me. And I said, and she's in so much pain because I wanted to eat. I said this to my mom, cause I want to eat what I want to eat. So I said, I, I swear I'm going to write by, by her. It was just the way Tisha never cries. You know, the only time I really saw her cry was my grandma just passed. But to see her crying, which you know, because of me, I was like, oh no, I got, I got to do different. I got to do better. And I made a promise right then and there, I was gonna do right by her kidney. And I think that's what really sticks in my mind all the time. <sighs> okay, you made me cry. I'm, oh, I'm actually reading the moment. If you knew Tisha, don't. You met Tisha before, don't you probably don't know, but if you knew her, she does not cry. And when I saw, I mean, she was crying. And I was like, oh, I was like, I, I gotta do better. And I told my mom, I said, I, 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 can't, I can't. That girl's in pain because of me. That's so, beautiful, like, yeah. That's so beautiful, though. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh, Lord. It's okay. Get over there. Yeah, I'm over here. Now we get all mushy. I'm over here tearing up now. Uh, yeah, listen. You should be. And honestly, this is between the death of my grandmom and this, and of course my daughter. This is the only time I tear up about anything. Yeah. It's it's like a happy, and, and it's I guess it's almost like a happy. What do you call that? Bittersweet kind of a. Oh yeah. Because it's, it's like. Oh yeah, I I, I tell yeah, I, um because I had a, I had a patient not too long ago who was um was going through the whole the whole kidney process and you know she has you know a couple of things going on and I was telling her you know about you know me and Mercedes and you know what she was asking me about my experience and I said you know and I told her you know the short version of the process she said well how was your cousin doing I said she's doing great she, she's fan- she's fantastic 
because we had just came from a trip. I think we came, we just came back from Myrtle Beach. And one of my patients was telling me, you know, about it and everything. I said, yeah, we just came back from Myrtle Beach. I said, she's doing great. We're going to be, next year would be 15 years. And it was like, wow. Like, a lot of people are astonished by it. Yeah, I get the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me nervous. I don't yeah. know why. I'm like, why? Why? What do you know? <laughs> but then I just keep moving. <laughs> no. And it, and it's funny because I know that you're very faithful. Like you have very strong faith. I and do. I think very really that's probably. And that, that's it. That's really it. Is that you put your faith in God. Absolutely. And he was that's it. And he was like, I got you. It wasn't as strong as after the transplant, believe it or not. It, I, I mean, I always, it was always in my foundation, my family. But I built my own relationship after that. I don't. I, it got so much stronger. I had a young uh, nurse that used to come in, in the middle of the night and wake me up to do my labs. He used to annoy me, but young Hispanic nurse. I'll never forget that because I never saw a young guy with so much faith. And he woke me up and I was like, oh, he said, listen to me. And he was like 21. He's like, you have a testimony. And I said, huh? And he was like, I'm seeing you, you got a yeah. testimony. And I always remember his words because it's two o'clock in the morning. You keep trying to take my vitals and all that. And he said, you got to tell your story. And I keep it, I never really thought about it, but I started meeting people, uh, you know, starting like a year or two later who I needed to share that with, even at work, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is what he meant. And then my faith got so much stronger, you know, like my relationship, you know, you know, I had a relationship because my family told me to, but I had my own after that. Yes, I get that. So you cultivated your own because you had a whole entire reason. Yes. On your yes. own, and I, and I thank God every single day for the good and the bad. Yeah, this is so beautiful. I love it. Um, so would you, Tisha? Mm-hmm. So would you recommend people to be organ donors? Because you know, a lot of people, especially in the Black community, a lot of people are very, very hesitant. Yeah, yeah. I recommend. I, I recommend it. I definitely do because you're saving. You're you're not just saving a life. You're saving your like Mercedes. Mercedes is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like she's like you know, I, I I tell anybody I was like if Mercedes would ever be like this, oh she can be mad at me all she wants. She don't know I'll come back and take my kidney from her. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know how my personality is, Lady V. You know, get on my nerves too much. He's too quiet for that. <laughs> no, no, but but you know. Um, Good luck, yeah. <laughs> like, I wish she would be mad at me. Uh-huh. Not talking to me. I hit you back from her. Yeah. She got her nerve. But, no, but I tell I tell anybody, I recommend anybody to do it because you know, people think that family is just family. Like my grandmother, like when we were when we weren't in school or you know, if she wasn't at work and you know, or you know, our parents weren't working, my grandmother had her if it wasn't every weekend, we were at my grandma's house every other weekend. And Mm-hmm. We're we're best friends. We weren't raised to be aunts and cousins, you know, stuff like that. We were we're best friends. We we have our own yeah. circle in our family. Yeah, we sure do. Like when you see one, you see the rest of us right behind. Mm-hmm. If one has a problem, make a phone call. We all coming. Yeah. That's, right that's, right that's, 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 that's how I've tested that theory. Trust me. <laughs>
you know, sometimes some of us can be selfish and self-centered and everything, but if you're really family-oriented the way we are and you love your family and you love God, then you would do whatever it is that you can do to help your family member out to save their life. So like I, like I said before, I, if, if, it, if I had the chance and it was needed to be done all over again, I would do it all over again. I would, I would too, for somebody else, if I could, it's the fear of the unknown. That's why these podcasts and things you're doing are, are, are good. People just mm-hmm. think you're giving, they're taking away something. What if I need that later? And that's what people do right. for a lot of things. You talk about tithes. You don't tithe because I might need that money later. Or I don't want to loan you a dollar. I might need the dollar later, but not thinking about your, it's a, you're helping somebody right now, but it's the fear mm-hmm. of the unknown in our community. You don't hear a whole lot of conversations around living donors. We think of a cadaver. You don't. And uh, I was yeah. on a board thing for, um, I was on something for HUP post-transplant to talk about living donors. But I think that's one of the reasons why I'm doing so well. One, I was lucky enough to have a donor at that age, because usually when you get around your mid-20s, you start having bad habits, who was so healthy. Right. I think I'm doing well because I had a living donor, but they don't really push living donors in our community like they should. People just think the divers. You know, and and that's but 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 I think that's the problem. It's just not. It's just the education of of what it is, and what the outcome is. I think that we would be more on board. Yeah, I I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I was doing research for this podcast, and I saw that there's like like almost a hundred thousand people in the city alone waiting on the yes. list to get a to get a, to get a, a kid. Blah, blah, blah. Get a transplant. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's sad. And a lot of people are uh, Black and uh, Hispanic. Yes. And it's just crazy. Here's the other yeah. part of that, that number. Because I run into people all the time. Before I needed a kid, before I got my transplant, I worked with a young girl whose father needed a kidney. And because I knew nothing of, and this is before I even knew I needed one. And um, she was, she he was registered. He got one. But the, but I think something happened where it, 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 um, it went bad before he got there because they kept, they kept, she had on the leave work to run to, you know, take her father. And I tell people all the time, register at all three, you know, apparently from what, from what I was told, you know, not only in our area, but Sacred Heart, New Jersey. And then I believe John Hopkins, those are the three where you can get there in enough time to still um, get the transplant for the, for the length of time. And you, you might have to do research on that, but that's what, that's what we were told. So I tell people, don't just register in this area. Register in Sacred Heart in New Jersey and register in uh, John Hopkins in Maryland because you have a better shot than even our area. But people don't know that or they have no way of getting there. You know, like the transportation. But you, you I try to tell everybody I can register at all three, not just here. You have a better shot of getting your kidney. Oh, wow. That, that's really good to know, too. Yeah, yeah, somebody told so me, and doctors told me, and I tell everyone I run into, because you could wait years, but you could go to John Hopkins, might shave off a couple years, and you could get there in enough, like I said, get there enough time that they, you know, it's still, it's still they could still use the kidney or Sacred Heart in New Jersey. Right, right. That's true. Because you only have a certain amount of time right. before it goes bad. Correct. Right. Correct. right, right. Oh, wow. Ladies, this is so, I'm so happy to have have you on. And I'm really excited that you talked about this. I feel like it's funny me and Tisha were saying somebody needed to hear this story. And I hope, I hope and pray that it actually helps somebody, you know, and, and it, you know, gives them some kind of 
piece or something, whatever it is that they need, because this is a really, it was, it was a great testament, Mercedes. It really Thank was. you. No, I appreciate it. Thank I you actually, so much. I'm glad you did this because I am um, listening to Tisha and her listening to me. We talk about this, but I don't think we ever got this deep with each other before about how, no. so this was very therapeutic for me because I, you know, we never really sat down until you pulled the questions out of us. Um, so this was a, a great anniversary gift, or as we say, kidneyversary. Uh, uh, Yes. <laughs> this is a great gift. I think I'm gonna name the episode that anniversary. I'm, I'm on a Facebook group and as you you know, when you get your anniversary, it'll say happy 10th anniversary. So this is a 15 year anniversary. You gave us a good gift. Yes, oh, oh, thank, thank you for so much having me a part of this. It, it's it's thank you. Thank you for letting me share this with everybody and thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So, well, that's our show for this week, everybody. I hope you will tune in next Sunday when my guests um, who will hopefully we're trying to do something about transgender Ooh, coming up. So, oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. I know. So I think that's another conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. All right. Indeed. So go ahead. No, I was saying indeed. It definitely is. Because yeah. it's, it's yeah. stuff going on out here. Especially I think, on. yeah, in our age group too, I don't think we're just as so uh, some of us aren't understanding everything. He, she, they, and all that. So, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. All right. So follow me on um, Instagram at lady underscore B triple A's. And also, if you could, please share my channel with all your friends and across all your social media platforms. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you have any feedback you would like to leave for me or Mercedes or Tisha, you could always send me an email at amazonladyv at gmail.com. Thank you for so much for tuning in and have an awesome week, everybody. Take care Thank now. You. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.